please stand by for another episode of Wired Shut. This is it. We did it. Episode 32. We've achieved Pig Fergie. Oh my god. To be fair, of of the few people that I know have listened to the podcast, they say yeah. that the first episode they usually end up watching or listening to is the Fergie episode. <laughs> Pig Fergie. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah. um, Men in Black 4 trailer includes How come every time you come around my Bridge really go down. I did notice that, and I felt like we need to review it purely for yeah. that song. I mean, it it looked boring because it was it has two. Everyone knows um, Chris Hemsworth is somehow completely um, what's the word? Like he's got no charisma whatsoever unless he's playing that. I was going to say Captain Hook, but what's his name? Thor. <laughs> Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make Loki Peter Pan? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's Captain Hook in the Avengers. Uh, well, we, yeah, we're here. First episode of 2019. Are we recording? Yeah, we've been recording for the last uh, ah. eight minutes for testing purposes, but uh, we can you, stop and start think- at any point. To be honest. You'd think we would have gotten better at this. No. Um, did you try playing the theme? I did. Did you not hear any of it? No. Oh, I thought you were singing along to it. It just so happened I was playing it. Okay, we <laughs> can't hear each other's audio. <laughs> no, that, that, that was entirely me just riffing. Oh, okay. It was no some of it was, was um, strangely synced with where it was at with the playback. Oh, it was quite alarming. Um, you need to turn your volume down just a, or your your input down just a smidge. How's that sound? Yeah, much better. Yeah, you're hitting the okay. hitting those uh, hitting those crispy yellows. There's no reads. Fair enough. All right. Um, we can. Just, did you watch yeah. um, Banger Snatch? Yes, I did. Oh well, I watched my flatmates try to do it and get frustrated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's like a it's it's a no wrong answers movie. Yeah, there is no special. This is the way it's meant to go. It's just a collection of different assorted, yeah, pathways. And if you pick one, you pick one. Yeah, well, it's okay. it loops you back around to try and get you to see a whole bunch of things all. Oh, but, so that you try to get so they try to get their money's worth for all the footage they shot. Basically, yeah. but apparently, um, which again is just Easter egging for the sake of Easter egging. But yeah. um, the director himself said there's a lot of endings he doesn't know how to get. Oh right, how did he? What? Uh. Yeah, I don't know if he. <laughs> I guess he didn't write the thing or do the after editing. But well, but as a director, you should be mapping out all the possible. Yeah, well, presumably they mapped it out the same way the story is like. Shows the character trying to map it out. Yeah. But oh, would, um, I, the, the guy who wrote it, Charlie Brooker, who I'm assuming is the creator of Black Mirror, I think. But um, 
He, oh, really? Is it? Is it all an in-house dealy? Yeah. Uh, he looks like a cross between Kenneth Branagh and Reese Darby. <laughs> I I feel like those aren't that different initially. It's just one has more money invested in it. <laughs> yeah, but, Which but isn't you see, it's meant his face, to be yeah. a slam on Reese Darby, but it does sound like one. <laughs> it is. It's um. But it's, hey, you know, when you pick that character that seems to work for two years, you just keep on trucking. <laughs> Yes, keep on. Keep ah, on, that's man. mean, and I don't approve of that message, even mm. though I just said it. Um, yeah, we're going to lose a lot of um, listenership based on that. We've, we've, for the one and a bit years we've been doing the show, we've maintained a very anti Kenneth Branagh policy. And he... oh, yeah, no, Kenneth Branagh can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't feel right slagging off a fellow New Zealand, <laughs> especially one that has actually managed some level of international success. Yeah, we can't fall into the trap of tall poppying people because that's just what New Zealanders do, right? Yeah, that's... I, hold on, I've, I've run over my headphones cable with my chair, so I need to fix this. <laughs> Logan is currently experiencing technical difficulties. No, I'm not. Shut up. Never happened. Magic of cinema. If uh, anything Logan has said today uh, breaches <laughs> the broadcasting... <laughs> breaches the broadcasting standards of those. No, you, you don't can, breach the standard. You can contact us at Reese Darby at Reese.com. <laughs> Reese.thedarby. At Kenneth Brenner Fan Club. <laughs> dot edu. Dot net. It has two dots on it. Um, Steve Buscemi's wife died. Oh. It out there. So, yeah. I mean, old Sad Eyes himself is going to live the Sad Eyes life now. So. I'm, I'm going to put this out there. Mm -hmm. I didn't know he was married, and now I have to. Look at his wife. Yeah. Wait. This, she was. Uh, is this is this your attempt to revive um, celebrity corpse hunt? <laughs> Hang on, just a second. Let's just back. Let's just band snatch this for a whole second <laughs> and take this back. Don't try to put me on the pro pro corpse brigade just purely because you've. Um, isn't, that's a thing we did for a while, right? I mean, I refuse to acknowledge its existence, <laughs> but... <laughs> I know we've come a long way. But it's uh, season three and we're backpedaling everything we've ever done. This is the first episode of 2019, Logan. Is it? Oh, shit, it is. Yeah. Yep. So yep. It's, if, I don't know if it's fair to say it's officially season three. I mean, it might as well be. Yeah. Really, the previous episode should have been, even though it was... A, well, was maybe we'll retry. Maybe we'll backpedal on that episode and just call it the Christmas special. <laughs> was that even recorded in December? Nowhere near. I think it was nope. October. It's been a while. His, his wife looks like Jamie Lee Curtis playing a writer. Oh, Stephen Buscemi. Buscemi. Unless you see the other pictures, then she looks like kind of Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, I saw an interview where he was talking about how she was, uh, yeah, why, why have you got a picture of Kathleen Kennedy <laughs> in that story? Um, oh, is that Kathleen Kennedy? Yeah, his wife is. <laughs> um, oh, I, I get you, yeah. yeah. I must have joked. Um, how did she die? What did I say, cancer? Ah. Uh, um... What was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. 
And like I saw that story, and I was like, huh, okay, fair. And then clicked on a YouTube link of him in an interview talking about how she used to, she'd be looking up um, Steve Buscemi memes and laughing at him, but not telling him. <laughs> <laughs> like the um, Disney princesses with Buscemi highs. She'd, uh, she found those. I, I actually ended up looking at those right before you took mm. that in a Cheshire cat that has Ron um, Swanson's face. Oh, that's just standard though. That is the same face. Like, I guess. Ah, Lilo with his eyes from Lilo and Stitch. Lilo with Bushimi eyes. Just looks like they're surrounded by a oh, weird God. crust. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I much prefer celebrities with Bushimi eyes. So there's a degree of Photoshop there. That's what came first. This whole Disney princess thing is like it's it's all post Bushimi. <laughs> we live in a post Bushimi world. Yeah, look at uh, there's a Jennifer like Emma Stone looks like uh, one of Bob Geldof's kids. Um, Ugh. Um, celebrities with... Is this what this comes to when we're not in the same place? It's just us, us Googling the same shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least when we were in the same place, we were reacting to it at the same time. Mm. What is Avril Madonna Levine ends up Avril Levine like with Bushimi eyes kind of looks like what would happen if um, Dakota Fanning, you know, started doing crack. I mean, uh, it's, uh, Zoe Deschanel with Bushimi eyes just kind of goes full like some sort of hybrid of American Gothic and Wednesday Adams. Are you sure you're still not in our trashy? <laughs> I may well be. Girls smoke meth in school parking lot. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this. <laughs> the video with the. Yeah, the the video that Jesse failed to segue into was a um, oh, three girls smoking meth in a car outside their high school. That is, they're kind of hot, but it was also just, I guess it's about the audacity of it. Yeah, top, especially since they've shot themselves doing the it. Yeah. yeah, one of the top comments is: Is it me, or is it weird that they all have their own meth and meth pipes? Why? Well, I assume they come from some level of money. Yeah. Like it's it's probably easier to um, buy and smoke meth when you're doing it off your allowance rather than an income. I know we've come a long way, changing day to day. <laughs> well, congratulations, you broke the podcast. Um. It's never that good to begin with. Um, Can't what's something else you've fixed. watched? Review it. Go. Um, oh, uh, 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 um, uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That was pretty. That was pretty neat. Um, the animation is, it, is trippy as it's. It's there it's, are parts of it that I was thinking, should I be wearing three like, D glasses for this? Because uh, the the background looks really like funky compared to some of the characters and the way they move. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's like borderline low frame rate, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got this weird... Is it stylized 3D animation? Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to put it. But yeah, it's it's heavily stylized. Like, um, 
um, yeah, there are just some frames where, or some scenes where the um, the background is just it's got this it's just got weird textures to it and um, some really funky overlay. Like you're watching footage through through a screen at points, but not in that way. If that makes sense, it's just it's it's hyper experimental in parts which I think just plays in with the idea that it's like, oh, it's all dimension hop hopping and the world is all broken and stuff. And you're, okay. and you're constantly... But it's... You're it's yeah. I, I won't like it, will I? Because it's too meta. Yeah, probably for that yeah. fact, yeah. Um, within the first like five minutes... minutes within the even, first... even if I enjoy the movie, it's still too, like, comic book rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, it doesn't overdo the comic book references so much as it overdoes the um look at all the failings of sony and all those other nine spider-man movies that exist well because uh, it's just that much better no because they actively point out the failings of those other movies or those the, the events of those other movies as technically canon because um so it mocks them as being real things within the movie correct um like within the first five minutes, Peter Parker, who's not even the main character, is you know explaining who he who he is, um, and it's like yeah, and I did this, and it cuts to old Tobey Maguire Spider Man dancing from so, Spider Man Three. So is dude from um, Zoe Deschanel show voice Spider Man? Yeah, but I don't think he voices both Peter Parkers. There's two Peter Parkers. But, but is is he playing Maguire Spider Man? No, he's 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 just playing Spider. Uh... <sighs> it's messy. So the so the I mean, Peter... you're the one that watched it. I know. Tell me. So the Peter Parker that exists in the, this Spider Verse world uh, dies, and so the Miles dude takes over his place as Spider Man in that world. But then through all this dimension-y stuff. Um, I think our version of Peter Parker, like main universe yep. Peter Parker, gets dropped into this world and he's like washed up in his 40s and fat and um, fucked up his marriage to MJ and Aunt May's dead. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, like, I, supremely washed up. Is it as ch children-centric as it seems? Uh, it's definitely a coming-of-age story, but it's not... But is it a kids' movie? Um, no, I don't think it is. It, it feels like it's just, um, it's closer to being a, like a Marvel film than it is. Like, it's got a different tone to being a Spider-Man film, and it's written by the dudes who did the Lego Movie. But it doesn't. It's not a kids' movie, right? It'll be for young. Okay. It's for it's, a, it's for young people, but it wouldn't be for children. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a kind of a. PG thirteen aim movie. Yeah, yeah. All the references in it and all the, the character interactions are all based on some level of like this is what it's like to be a, a black kid in New York. Right. His dad's a cop and he doesn't know what his uncle does and all that kind of random shit. And he's like actively hitting on girls and that kind of thing. Lots oh, of okay. lots of masturbation jokes. Or puberty jokes anyway. <laughs> puberty jokes are masturbation jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Did um Fuck, what was I going to say? Like um, the, the Nick Miller Spider-Man spends most of his, or the first half of the film, because he doesn't have his own costume, because he got, just got dropped into this other one while he was chilling out in his apartment. Um, yeah. But have, wearing the top half of the Spider-Man outfit and then sweatpants. Oh, I think I've seen that, yeah. yeah. Did you watch Aquaman? 
no. Um, I decided to put Spider-Man at the top of the list for things to watch over. Yeah, I, I put Spider-Man higher up too. I still haven't gotten around to it, but... Um, Aquaman, Aquaman be... looks like colourful trash. Pretty much. It's just going to be like, hey, what if... Um, what if Fast and Furious guy directed uh, Avatar movie? Yeah, it's it's apparently like the the ref, the comparisons I heard with the Red Letter Media review, which these days seems to be where I get more of my opinions than actually watching movies like I used to. Mm. Um, they basically said it's full of like Lord of the Rings levels of world building, which make no sense in what should be quite a small movie. Yeah. So basically, right. it's like um, you know you compare Wonder Woman to what. Uh, like the tone was like basically riffing off of the first Captain America movie, where it was a period piece and it's all this and all that. Yeah, this seems like it tried to do a bit of. I don't know. I'm trying to compare it to something else, but it wouldn't be quite Guardians of the Galaxy, but it is that kind of world building, cosmic Wait, level of fuckery. Have but... they have they remade the Upside like that French movie about the crippled guy? I keep thinking that too because I've seen the what who is it in the wheelchair? Yeah. It's... It's Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah. It's like a... um, and Nicole Kidman pretending to be human. In that movie? Yeah. Or just in general? Well, both. Yeah. But... And glass is shit, apparently. Yeah, it's... um. The the best review of it I read was I, I really, I'm still going to see it because I'll make my, my, my mind up when it comes yeah, to this. Yeah, I, I will too. Um, but is that he didn't quite know how to bridge the um, really quiet, somber feel of Unbreakable with the really manic, um, anxious, anxiety-inducing. Yeah, they're different. all Yeah, so he's trying to put them together and it just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and they don't really get a lot to do except just explaining the plot. Oh, yeah. The suggestion as well that um, uh, Bruce Willis phoned it into the days. It's pretty this frustrating. That, you know, it's pretty much what he does now. But he, every now and again, he won't do that if it's a film that he seems to be enjoying. Yeah, but, but he—he's. I also heard he's not a good reader. Ah, uh, so he struggles, which affects his ability to pick up tone and what and grasp scripts properly. Yeah, interesting. It makes a lot of sense. Um, but I, may, may, yeah. Maybe he's not really phoning it in because in, in Unbreakable, he's so ridiculously quiet in that film. And the entire movie is more tone than it is substance. Yeah, so maybe like, he thought he was carrying over that same tone and that same character into this, but that's not really where it ended up. So it just looked out of place. I'd like to believe that, but I suspect he just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, which is really fucking frustrating considering how much of a fuck that Sam Jackson seems to give about that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, you're a millionaire, man, but have some work ethic. <laughs> There's a reason people want to come watch you in the theatre, and it's not because you just fuck around. Well, I guess the difference being that Sam Jackson has experienced a much different life to what most actors have. True. He was... Yeah, whereas... I assume um, he was a struggling actor at some point, but... Oh, yeah. More than whereas, that, he was uh, just a... Bruce, was just a, a druggy piece of shit. Yeah, whereas Bruce Willis, you can, you can tell Bruce Willis is just... Um, he seems to be carrying a lot of resentment that no one took his singing career as seriously as he does. 
<laughs> and deep down, that's what he actually wants to do. Isn't that a like a that's a common thing? Like there's a there's a it's like a uh, like a recycling diagram, but it's like musicians really want to be actors, actors really want to be musicians, comedians really want to be one of the others. Like everyone has the trade the creative trade that they're in but they actually wish they were capable of the one of the other ones and they all try and like kind of dabble in it that's trash well that's why i started writing it's because i can't draw (laughs) (laughs) i write because it's cheaper than um trying to actually make movies (laughs) yeah that too um but i mean i that's why i i started learning how to describe things with creative writing and that kind of thing is because I could never actually just get the image out onto okay. paper. But that's where the, the the filmmaking and the stuff was really cool because we could actually envision something. And Yeah, and it's... I don't know whether it's to our benefit or detriment that we didn't grow up now. I mean, if we grew up now, we would have had access to better cameras than... Yeah, you think we, about when we, we were wouldn't kids, need we access would just to cameras. We just own a phone. Yeah, exactly. We'd just be doing what we're looking at doing now, which is playing with that, um, with that, um, that lens that you've bought with, yeah. with the iPhone and just tinkering and playing around with shit. Yeah. Whereas you go back to when we were kids, and it was, I mean, like I remember the first thing I ever made myself was um, it was basically um. Alien versus Predator mm-hmm. done with Lego. Yeah, I was going to say it's stop motion Lego. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it but it was a weird hybrid of stop motion because if I just wanted to have a shot that had meaning to it, mm. it would be like just a still or a mm. slow zoom on just a static Lego character. Um, but fuck, what was my point? This is what happened was when I drink before <laughs> I record. Um, um. It you know the 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 whole concept of making do with what you have access to versus mm. if we I don't know whether we'd be more productive if we had access to legit cameras from the get go. Yeah, neither. I, uh, I mean, we, we were never that productive. No, we weren't. Not at all. Um, we, we were we were ideas people that were desperately trying to convince ourselves to do all the leg work. Yeah. Ultimately, we are still ideas people. I don't know. Um, <laughs> highlight why, if you could, you could probably go back through this podcast and find a highlight reel of all the things we we claim to be. We totally in have the done. process of doing and <laughs> never actually. Well, that's the beauty of the name of the podcast, right? It's just like. Well, the the act of speculating becomes an act of doing. Yeah, yeah. that's content creation in a nutshell. I think. Yeah. Um, it's what the the greatest YouTuber of all who I've actually started getting into currently. Is it Jablinski? Uh, yeah, okay. I, all he does is discuss YouTube and meme culture as a format. He, he's like a current affairs show, basically. Oh, right, and he just goes through. He like, you know, things that like is. his today's video was just him talking about uh, meme culture that's risen up which is just pointing out skinny white dudes with vaguely PewDiePie-ish looking features and going hey I found you here because <laughs> that, that's become like a Reddit thing just 
there's an entire subreddit devoted to people thinking they're seeing PewDiePie in the wild, but it's just some generic looking white guy. <laughs> Bo Burnham looking guy. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and him also commenting on like the um, nature of copyright striking, which I didn't realize is a horrifically poorly set up thing. Um, explain it to me. So if you copyright strike somebody, yeah, they oh, have it, a chance it, to go no. Mm-hmm. Is this like what patent trolls do, essentially? Saying this is vaguely what I actually have patented, sorry. You need to stop doing that or pay me money. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But Google doesn't give a fuck and doesn't police it at all. Mm. So if you copyright strike somebody and they sort of concede to you, mm. which if it would ever go to tribunal type of situation, it's very much slated in the favor of the random person who decided what you made was theirs mm. they get all the ad revenue money from whatever you made oh fuck okay yes yeah, so it is it's it's trolling people for the, yeah. the possibility that you can just start taking their revenue from them for no reason other than the fact that you asked you you told them that it's yours <laughs> yeah well it's worse than that it's become um thin-skinned content creators mm. will just um Really take out anything out. that mm. mocks them. Ah. So, like, there's a, he pulled a clip from this girl that he had a feud with for a while that was, you know, he's too big to actually have feuds. People create feuds yeah, 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 yeah. out of his community and sort of back and forth. Ah, and so then, it's not even like a genuine content creator who's um, being trolled by somebody trying to steal their revenue and them just rolling over and doing it. It's the inverse of that where you've got a content creator going out of their way, finding people who make fun of them, and shutting them it, down. I mean, it, it ultimately comes down to your your concept of recontextualization. Yeah, yeah. So if you make videos on YouTube, that is you taking, say, you know, you might take one YouTuber and then take a hundred different clips of them laughing in a similar way and you just combine those into a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that any fair, different to you being like, 10 things that somebody did in this movie? Yeah, yeah. fair use and... Um, and all that, and the fact that you've recontextualized existing content, all that stuff means by law there is nothing wrong with what you've done. Yeah, it's it's, but, it's parody essentially. Yeah, yeah. but that you can still get copyright struck basically if the person felt like you cast them in a negative light. Mm-mm. Which I wouldn't give a shit about that. I'd just be like, no, that's just exactly what I did myself. Yeah. I make those videos about me. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you get people like. PewDiePie who don't give a shit and even when he does shit that gets him in the tr- trash he owns it and it becomes part of the you know the, the discourse and that becomes things he can make content out of yeah uh, but can, like you... he showed this clip of this female I think she's a Fortnite streamer or one of those standard things mm. um and she, she's talking about somebody's made a video of her and she doesn't like it. She thinks it casts her in a negative light. Mm, mm. So she says, I'm going to copyright strike him. And then she says, well, you know, it's actually a pretty good thing for me. I copyright struck this video last week and it got me 700 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they, you can severely up your earning potential by just seeking out other videos that recontextualize your content and striking them. Mm. And to a certain extent, if everything's weighted towards that channel having to roll over for you because if they don't and they get, I think it's two or three strikes, they risk deletion. 
Uh-huh. Jesus. Mm. So, and so and and they've got to strike that balance between doing that too often and then just absolutely destroying any audience base they they have by shutting down anyone that actually yeah because and for, and then it gets weird and meta like all modern content does where yeah. these youtubers or streamers or whatever will have their audience trolling through the internet yeah. finding videos finding and saying, hey you should them. copyright strike this um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, like for every ten viewers that you've got or subscribers, one of those will be a subscriber who's also trying to create their own content about your content or everyone's content or just being part of the yeah. um, part of the formula that is YouTube, which is basically just discussing other things online. Yeah, um, it's just like a circle jerk nonsense <laughs> exactly. in a lot of ways. Um, and you get things like companies that have channels that are just about recontextualizing youtubers content hmm. and that's fine if, like, if you're going to have a revenue stream that is based on ads that's what's going to happen and... yeah and it's 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 the medium even if i don't like um the way people do it because i think it's you know it's a failure to create on your own mm. that's irrelevant because it works for too many other people and they're happy with it like um you know you get those channels that are be like a, a trailer releases mm. and then the person puts like them talking for 20 seconds over the top of the trailer with their logo on it and then oh, blah 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 you know this is the hot new blah, 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 blah. all right here's the trailer and then the trailer ends and then they slap a like and subscribe to me and blah 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 that's technically recontextualization within the rules of how fair use works yeah, and that, they that, that's created anything. That's it's just a weirdly meta way of basically your audience is not necessarily going to go out and seek all of those trailers individually from the official websites or the official YouTube yeah. channels to watch all of that. You're just going to go to where you know that somebody that you've subscribed to is going to post content and slap their banner yeah. on it, and then you watch it and. It, and it. it's something I used to hate, but now it's something where I basically just go, oh, fuck it. I start the video. Yeah. I scroll along the um, progress bar until I find the part where the actual content I wanted to see is, and then I click and mm. so just bypass all the nonsense. Because, mm. I mean, you know, for, and, I mean, for all bajillion random nobodies that are doing that, also IGN is doing it, IMDB yeah. does it, so... Well, they're just trying to mimic what they can see as working in terms of that formula and yeah. branding it themselves so that you can't... And it's a way to protect their property from being um, taken, recontextualized like that, that if they're, the ones, if they're framing it up like it's somebody's YouTube channel, no one's going to pull that YouTube... <laughs> no one's going to pull like IGN's official thing about it and say, hey, here's IGN's latest thing about it. And then it just goes... You, know, yeah. you just... Yeah, you create that circle jerk. Yeah, it's it's, which is fine. I I, it it's something that's come to exist within my lifetime. Mm. So I'm not gonna pretend I don't think it's a bit sort of soulless derivative and not doesn't result in positive or new or anything like that. It's the immediate but, um, it's the immediate like flip from the content that we grew up with ten, fifteen years ago, where it was all um controlled yeah and, and it's whether it was avenue back everyone like, is ad, the producer yeah. now so yeah. it's not like you 
you want to make music. Okay, well, there's also a company that has to clip your ticket on mm. the way through and put your songs onto their CDs through their, you know, production. Well, this is what happens when the technology reaches the modern, the, the, you know, the, um, the average audience because yeah, you know, 20 years ago it was all controlled and people hated the fact, that, you know, we'd all watch it, we'd all partake in it, but we'd also slag it off for being controlled by big media and... Yeah, um, and that's that's how you get people like us who are both sitting in our bedrooms, I assume. Yeah. I don't know where you are. On other sides of an island, basically. Both with production quality microphones, <laughs> boards in our own rooms, mm. using computers to record content to put online. And we are still ourselves talking about shit that we've seen other people do yeah. and what we think about it. It's... It's just everyone kind of slathers a new layer on top of the discourse of their own. And I mean, I guess that is how society's always been. The difference yeah, is it's just in conversations and um, ideas. You don't just come up with ideas that aren't derived or derivative of something else. You find a shared idea that you both, or whoever's involved with the discussion, enjoy and pull it apart. It's... Yeah, and I mean... With things like Reddit, especially, I credit for a lot of the um, discourse of the world, especially for sort of the, I don't know. Well, it's a really pure example of how that group. of that um, of that structure works. I mean, the aggregation yeah. and the upvoting, downvoting, and but but what it does is it homogenizes the conversation to the point where, as long as they're a Reddit user, I could guarantee I could comfortably have a conversation on the same world events as they could you know yeah like exactly the, yeah we're, we're all using the exact same discourse now hmm. um the the handsome rambler show put out an episode after a long time handsome rambler um hannibal burris podcast oh really is that cool i thought that was long dead i think it is but his <laughs> He opened it much how we opened the We're Not Dead episode, and I'm pretty sure his is named something fairly similar. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, because I, I noticed there was like a four-month like dead period of um, cashing in with TJ Miller. And then all of a was sudden, they've, uh, like around the time when he got, got um, started getting all that controversy around, uh, you know, that woman that he apparently yeah. sexually assaulted in college. Yeah. He went dead, quiet. And then like four months later... I've just suddenly started posting episodes again, but they seem okay. remarkably much lower key. Like they're just doing t- um, like comedy tours it's a or live just... show touring. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Which which makes me think that um, touring might have been a way to keep like keep vocal, keep money coming, and only see people that already know and like them. Yeah, exactly. You can control the uh, yeah yeah. Like like much how Louis C.K. started to only release shit to his own audience. Yeah. Um, though I, I don't like to put those two in the same sentence because... Because one was actually... Rightly you know. or wrongly, from what it... If if you read it, and I'm not... I don't want to be that person that um, says something that sounds polarizing and then turns out to be wrong. And we are both well-known on this show to horrendously backpedal on our own opinions after providing them. Usually within minutes of providing them. Yeah. Uh, but so I'm no, I, but... backpedal first. But um, I, it sounds more like TJ Miller was just um, like screwed over by a woman who was a massive fan of him 
That's what it sounds like as well. Or like, like yeah. a, a jilted ex-girlfriend or something. Yeah, because there hasn't been much uh, validity to her story and it seems to be no. only her that's talking about it. Um, and and the whole drunk train thing, he does seem to be an alcoholic, but um, he the that that was in he genuinely did think there was a bomb on a train, and he accidentally called in the name of the wrong train. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah. Why yeah. it never went any further. Um, but it it didn't really stop sort of LA types from crucifying him for it. Yeah, which because I've it a lot of other podcasts that I listen to. Oh, what they, they work on other podcasts, they were crucifying him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially like, um, um, I don't know, should I, <laughs> should I name podcasts I listen to and threaten potentially never being able to talk to these people? I don't know. Um, uh, it seemed like from the Unpops network and people that work in, the general sort of LA San Francisco region were all pretty quick to write him off. Uh, from but the... I also know that a sort of subset of the mid level or upper lower level and mid level and sort of semi veteran like touring comic. <laughs> Just sounded like uh, you're describing literally every area of society. You're like in the low levels and then the mid levels and then the mid low levels. Yeah. Well, like the, the, somewhere in the like mid low to mid mid like touring comic levels i think tj miller is hated as a pseudo comedian uh right because he's because because he's a um guy who gets up on a stage and drunkly improvs and crowds love it but he's not actually creating anything oh then he says on a whim it's not it's not um, true it's not true stand-up it's not true improv it's this weird in between where he's just um a little you, bit. You just came through as like nonsense noise. What was that? Oh, we'll say that again. Um, so it's not quite stand up. It's not quite improv. It's that weird in between, because he's um, drunk and just naturally has good timing. Yeah, he. Well, that's what he people are claiming. Yeah, he's yeah. difficult to. He's not somebody that will, like, even if a crowd t- turns on him, he's pretty good at coping with that. Yeah, it just doesn't phase him. I, I, I remember seeing. I'm I'm surprised that there are people out there who are, are like that. Um, well, I'm not surprised, but um, I remember watching this really old footage of him on YouTube from this British, um, like a stand-up challenge kind of TV show, where um, they're given a, like they're on stage and they're given the topic on stage and they've got to perform like a ten to fifteen minute set on that topic. And he was on an episode of it when he was quite young. Oh really? And he was talking quite genuinely as like a as wanting to be a proper stand up and all that kind of thing. It's like ah, like a little bit taking himself too seriously, like most of those types yeah. do. But um, yeah, it was before his his um his head injury because he yeah he did get I'm not too sure of the context of it, but yeah he did suffer some sort of brain aneurysm or something at some point. Okay. Which doesn't that, excuse or explain. Most his... of the joke is that he's just that dude who was in Transformers and... And uh, Yogi Bear 3D. <laughs> and Emoji Movie. Yeah. And Horton hears a what? Horton hears a who? What? Who now? Can you still hear me? I felt like something just disconnected. One moment, caller. Come again? You still there? 
I'm I'm still here, but you are coming through as garbled nonsense on my. I'm garbled now, right now. Yeah, that's right. better. That's better. Okay, I just had this weird like do 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 disconnect thing with Discord. Um, I think um, the, the cord might have come a bit loose. But I uh, uh, I think um, I, my Domino's pizza tracker is potentially using a surprising amount of the internet. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm here feeding yeah. your mind, and all you can think about is pizza. Yeah, I didn't say the word of that, but I think uh, trying to give me a live GP location for career is causing us some distress. Um, it was perfect timing in your part uh, for you to say live GPS tracker, and it came through like you were a robot, so I'm quite proud of that. I just heard uh, 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 robot. Yeah, I just... <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> Um, okay, if you're using the the pizza tracker, can you at least tell me the name of your driver and his favorite type of music? That, that's it, Gurbir. Yeah, um, his favorite type of music. Is it? It doesn't tell me because it failed to locate his <laughs> GPS signal and it was still been trying to this entire time. Ah, uh, so he's dead. Yeah. Congratulations, he's, man. He's he's damaged in transit. <laughs> you wanted pizza so badly, you are willing to kill for it. And now we're well, here. I am as long as it arrives. <laughs> uh, um, have you played any games recently? Don't think that's you any of your business. Yeah, I try to play games. I don't play games like you play games. Um, no, nah, I, I, I will pick something usually with a story stick to it for a bit and then finish it and then be done with it yeah and i need to get more into that kind of like oh here's a cheap indie game i'm just gonna buy it and see what happens um for the sake of it i've been uh, cheap indie games is they're usually too like past referential so they tend to be quite like they don't age well not story based yeah and that's all i want is a decent yeah a decent original kind of RPG um, or RPG. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I've no, just been playing. no adult has time for RPG. No but, working adult has time for RPG. Uh, no. Um, yeah, you can't have RPGs and an actual social life. It doesn't work. Um, no. no, I've just been playing um, Fallout seventy six whenever I've got a spare moment, just to shoot things and build stuff and shoot things and then build stuff yeah, again. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed by how much you stayed committed to that game. Why, every time I joined you, I was always slightly further behind. Yeah. Um, what? They're making a Coming to America 2 and Eddie Murphy is still in it? Huh. Weird. Oh, wow. They, they released a map of all the choices for... Bandersnatch? Um, Bandersnatch. And it's oh. like mapped out like a diagram. Flowchart. Oh, uh, I'd started write, writing uh, Handsome Rambler before I gave up on it before and then continued typing and it just became Handsome Bandersnatch. So I think that's the name of our episode. Handsome Bandersnatch. Benedict Handsome Bandersnatch. Wow, another. Um, Are you looking at Hypebeast? Shut up to Another Hypebeast. Star Trek sequel has apparently been cancelled. It's officially cancelled. I had seen that it had been put on hold. It's it's rumoured cancelled. It's not officially cancelled. Oh, fair enough. The last one was eh. Oh, it, my peach tracker is now working. 
Hooray! Um, yeah. We don't yeah. need another Star Trek movie anyway. We're getting a new Picard series. Yeah, which can only fuck that up. His favourite music is Punjabi. <laughs> I was going to make the joke before. Is it Punjabi or Hindi? But I didn't want to be that guy. I thought I'd wait to see if you'd be that guy. <laughs> You're just reading a fact. It's fine. I'm reading something out. That doesn't make me that guy. <laughs> I'm just telling it like it is, folks. No, no, telling it like it is implies <laughs> racism. Don't give me that. And you, you are the Louis C.K. of this podcast. You put that next on me, Ricky Bobby. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Wait, how can I get Punjabi on iTunes? Punjabi is a group of people. Punjabi on iTunes. I'm just I'm plugging it in. Zoom. I, Enhance. Zoom. I, I, I think that's my food. I guess hit pause. <sighs> okay, pause. Okay, now we're recording. Okay. Alright. How was Pizza? Um, it's been to watch fucking awesome. I didn't understand a word of that. You were breaking up because ah. of time travel. I said I, I spent my uh, watching some really stupid Star Wars deep lore video. Um, what I was watching was something similar, but not at all. Um, it's <laughs> so dumb. Um, the it's the steamed ham scene from The Simpsons. Except it's Knights of the Old Republic. That's basically the same. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, th- this was just a, a YouTuber in all seriousness identifying which companies it was that made all the armor, weapons, and vehicles for the clones. Oh, neat. And the generation of clone armor Chinky and caused them to move quite robotically because it was the most um, heavy and gave the least range of movement of all the arms, which is interesting because I thought it was because it was early days of performance capture. <laughs> the clones <laughs> just weren't animated that well. <laughs> oh my god, have they actually gone so deep as to try to explain why poor animation existed? In the previous the, the extended universe shit is all like that. Oh my god. They yeah. try to explain every Darth single Vader frame. Darth moves crappily, not because he has a big, heavy, poorly made costume on, but because Darth Vader's costume made it hard for him to move on purpose to keep him like subservient and angry. That's terrible. Um, I just. You know, it's I, not just the fact that it's a. Yeah, it's like what? A two. Like a, probably like a 60, 70 pound suit. Yeah. On top of a seven foot man who probably has back issues anyway because yeah, he's a giant. Yeah, probably never moved that quick to begin mm. with. Was his name Prowse? David Prowse, is it? Yeah. 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 It, I. I. No, sorry. It was. Is, um, this... It was Hayden Christensen. Oh, right, right, right. Well, it was him in the suit in, in episode three, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. That it actually put him in it? Yeah. Presumably on no. stage. Yeah. Oh. But um, th- that's why I hate world building, because you just it just becomes fans that write shit out that doesn't need to be written for yeah, their if, own sake. If you, yeah, if you give them 
an inch, they'll take a mile when it comes to yeah. And like the um, like they wrote into why and hit anything. You say that again. They wrote into like Star Wars lore why it is that stormtroopers never hit any main characters ever. Is it because of midichlorians? No, it's like um, there was a known flaw in the E eleven dash seven seven battle rifle that they were made with a poorly mass produced crystal, which caused them to have an erratic and inaccurate shooting pattern. Wow, set phases to shocked. Um, I mean, I, I made that up, but I'm pretty... I, I can't 100% remember, but I'm pretty sure what I just said is verbatim correct. Uh, even if it wasn't, it is now canon. So Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's now also canon for the, the sequels because the sequels are just the um, original movies over again. Except when they're the exact opposite of them for no good reason. <laughs> Are we getting another one of those movies this year? Expectations to literally subvert expectations by doing the opposite to every single thing fans are hoping for. Um, are they making... There's another one of those this year, right? The last one. Episode 9. Yeah, they're making... I, I don't know. I don't care about Star Wars anymore. I just <laughs> clicked on a link for some stupid reason. Mm. Um... Yeah, I just scrolled down past something that had boobs in it, and I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it's a good runner-up for the episode title. <laughs> um, followed closely by our um, third place winner for the title, which is the tab that I just opened right now, which had "Get Punjabi" on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, if we title it... We're playing a round of racist. (laughs) If we title the episode that, there's a chance the discussion about you ordering the pizza in the first place might not even make the final cut. Um, Oh, yeah, did you see the link I sent you while I was eating? Did I get that thing you sent me? No. um, (laughs) That thing. I think. um, So... You know Gearbox Software, the guys that um, make the Borderlands games? Yes. What are they doing now? Where are they now? Now they're hot. Um, so their, their lawyer that they had on staff for a while spent a whole bunch of company money on himself. Mm. Good start. And then in response to being sued for that has come out and said that the CEO of that company, Randy Pitchford, uh, um, Randy Pitchford, who is like the most just simple, lovable guy that seems to just love games and love talking about games and walk around in Hawaiian shirts, happy to talk to anyone who will listen to him about how he loves games. Um, they're claiming that he took a $12 million bonus direct from the publishing company who um, was not, like, that was supposed to be split up and given as bonuses on the completion of one of the Borderlands game to all the staff, but yeah. he made a separate deal to take it all for himself. Holy shit. And also that he... Um, he wouldn't even directly have worked on the game either. What a shitty move. 
We, he didn't do it. That's made up. That's oh, right, just the okay. lawyer has made this up in defense of his own actions, which was spending um, corporate money on, this is what the lawyer did, Yeah, yeah. Okay. on family vacations, um, gun club membership, guns and attachments, and some sort of gym plan thing that was supposed to give him rip dad. Right, so he just lived the Borderlands life where he downloaded his own DLC and found his own loot boxes with new guns. Pretty much. Oh. So he, he he got caught stealing a whole bunch of money, so he then turned around and said, the st- CEO stole money and also has child pornography. Oh, wow. And also wow. had child porn parties with other games industry upper level executives <laughs> where they would expose themselves to children. Yeah. Oh my god, the, I'm just reading it now. Like, apparently the the like legal representation of all the people that are being um called out by this lawyer are all saying that all his legal documents are filed in such a way that implies in the wording of the documents themselves that his allegations are speculation based. Oh wow. So he's filed defamatory legal documents in such a way that he can then backpedal when they're proven to be false. Because he got caught stealing a bunch of money. Yeah. So then spent. I really hope that's the case because I do not want. I don't. I, I'd be very disappointed if it turned out that Randy Pitchford was a bad person because Randy Pitchford is like. Um, he's like the old guy from Jurassic Park of video games. Right. Yeah. Well, no, he's not nowhere near as old as Attenborough. No, but, but he's, he's got the, that the... same, like, just. Um, Come and come and see what I've created. It's awesome, and I want everyone to share in it. Kind of friendliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a dude. Yeah, but also I think he has made some poor business decisions. I think I remember reading, but still, hmm. he stole money. Yeah, but 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 he stole money and child porn. That's a that's a sound response from a lawyer. There, um. All the the counter lawsuit against him, the counter lawsuit against him is like filing for defamation and requesting he be removed from um, the bar. Amazing, that's so good. Um, Yeah, I mean, this dude's name is Wade Callender. He can't. (laughs) (laughs) What is he? The the what's the Batman villain? Calendar man. Calendar man. Yeah, it's Condiment Man. Hmm. Well, have you played any decent games lately? What have you been doing with your um, free time? I've been playing games. The, the game I've been playing the most recently, and by most recently I mean like three hours on Friday night, mm. um, was fucking Farm Simulator. <laughs> Holy shit. Are you okay? I shit you not. Farm Simulator is an extremely chill, fun game to play. Um, are you are you calling me right now from some sort of mental health facility? Are you okay? <laughs> no, it's just they put I mean, me on probably. these nice pills, and then I play Farming Simulator, and it's very gentle. I mean, I would never shit on a game that has actually put me to sleep at my computer. <laughs> Um, it, it's 
if you get other like if you play it with friends it is just it's it's a lot like us podcasting right now but you know we'd also be just planting and plowing fields and shit yeah yeah it's uh, it's it's weirdly just calmly fun mm. um have you posted and that review on um, steam that it, it it's um no really? no greater simulator has put me to sleep at my desk before <laughs> five the, out the of only five. other game that did that which i guess i have to review as well is um euro truck simulator <laughs> Which I, 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 I once fell asleep playing it and then woke up to find my 18-wheeler upside down in the middle of a median barrier Oh, on man, you've got to take regular breaks when you're driving those long-haul trucks. Come on, man. Um, it's, it, it's a crack-up, though. You, um, if your energy levels get too low, mm. your character starts to have like a... You know, like the Looney Tunes end of episode thing with a circle like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And envelops the screen. Zooms in and... It, it's like that, but it happens slowly into blackness. Mm. Has anyone um, made a, a mod where you do actual real trucker things, like um, do lots of speed to be able to finish your um, your route in time and um, pick up uh, like prostitutes and murder them? Yeah. I, um, I, no, sadly. Mm. I, I, I reckon truck, uh, the farm simulator needs like a full-on GTA-type world build. But we'll just mess so like on the weekends, you can go to the strip club and like get drunk in town and drive your fa- tractor and drive, crash your, into drive a John Deere straight into a ditch. Um, is there a Euro Trash simulator? I play that. There is a um, European-based game where you are a hobo. I'm pretty sure it's called Homeless Simulator or Hobo Simulator. But it's... Are you also Googling it? I'm, I'm Googling Euro Trash Simulator. <laughs> oh, it's called Hobo Colon Tough Life. You like you, you walk around like a European city, live on bridges, under bridges, dodge police, beg for money from random. Um, you collect trash and then you trade the trash. It has like a Minecraft type um, barter system. System where you build shelters out of. Yeah. You found a chicken carcass. Uh, you, um, I think you you have to try and eat and drink, but you can also um, use things like alcohol to diminish your need for those things mm. for a period of time, and um, also it's I think it's freezing, so you can like stuff your. Uh, Use paper, and you can fight with people. So it's um worth the buy by the sounds of it. It's another early access game, so it's one of those things where you buy and you go, "Ah, oh, most of what I want to be in this is mostly just um, what's the word like speculatory and shit you hope will one day be in it." Mm-hmm. And there's some intense terraforming videos that I'm seeing in the Farming Simulator 2019 or 19 in the Steam store. What about? Just some epic terraforming and then some epic um, combine harvesting Mm. going on. I think I'll have to get that one. I only have 2017, but I think I need to get 2019. Mm. It's referred to as the best selling franchise. You know, well, 
when you're the only person doing it. <laughs> Including for the first time John Deere, the largest agricultural machinery company in the world. There's also a um a a, a, a Can you imagine a, just hang on, can you just imagine being like the guy that invented like John Deere trucks? Interactors being like in your six in your seventies and eighties, and you know actually having come from a place where you've worked from the ground up to have an empire based on you know getting your hands dirty and uh, you know rolling up your sleeves and and building something, and then these nerds from Silicon Valley come to you and like, hey, um, we'd really like your brand to be in our simulator game. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, is it? I mean, I'm sure, you know, insert other countries, generic store that sells shit, but mm. I'm pretty sure, is it JJ's in New Zealand sells John Deere caps? Like, unironically? Like, just, like un, just as ironic branded wearable con gear that yeah. is not, like, just for hipster types to wear. Mm. Oh, like a no. John Deere meshback snapback. So you can look like somebody that fucks their cousin, but yeah, exactly. So you can really lean it into the the, um, the small town kind of thing, sister. yeah. But you know, vape at the same time, or just um, ironically drink um, Coors Light. Is Which it, I have to assume that's why I have into Coronas, right? In this country, they used to be cheap until hipsters started drinking them, and then they pushed the price up because people were drinking them ironically. Well, I, I think Corona is technically like a Probably. fancy beer everywhere but Latin America. Ah, right, okay. But it's... We, we all treat it like it's, you know, higher tier shit because that's how it's marketed itself as like the cool, young, hip, rich people beer. True. Yeah. When it's technically, it's... yeah, it's... It's, the, it's, it's the, Mexican piss beer, but... Yeah, it's the drink of choice for the fast and the furious. Um. <laughs> oh, that's right. That 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 party scene, eh? Where literally every character sips a Corona at least once. Yep. Um, it's about family. About family. Uh. But sit in Carrie Fisher's voice. It's about family. That was, how she said. That was a good Carrie Fisher. Right, I'm yeah. Carrie. I'm Carrie. Yeah, yeah. We're very good at this. Um, what's the next Just person? a googling tip. Googling corpse stuff. I just uh, what? What's the next Fast and Furious movie coming out? Who's in it? Are they doing another one? Oh, they must do. Surely. Oh, I thought Fate the... of the Furious was supposed to round off the. Um, I just searched Feast of the Furious by mistake. Uh, Did that work? No. <laughs> Is that one? <laughs> oh, they're doing that. Spin-off. They already copyrighted that in case they want to use it one day. They're doing a spinoff of The Rock. Ah, oh, him it's... and Jason Statham. Do you see there's a new... Because um, were you aware of the meme that the Queen of England was going to die on the 5th of January? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the next one is The Rock dies on, I think, the 27th of March. Oh, shit. Um, so what happens if that one comes true? Well, I don't know, but I I couldn't give a rat's ass about the Queen of England, but I don't <laughs> want The Rock to die. How... He has to be president one day. Yeah, exactly. We need... And, but yeah. it, it was almost a, like a interesting case of can the internet will something into reality? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's right. Idris Elba is the bad guy in the in the spin-off. That's coming. That Star Trek movie. No, the, the Fast and Furious. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> a but he was in that Star Trek movie. Too. I think I thought you said Star Wars. Um, what do y'all think about that? Uh, that Star Wars TV series is they're making with uh, John Favreau. Uh, is that the Mandalorian one that's got that Spanish dude in it? Yeah. I have heard nothing about it aside from a single still image. What is it about? Uh, it's an anthology series, apparently. Um, what I know is that John Favreau is like creating it, but uh, he's like handpicking a bunch of different uh, directors to take on different episodes. Uh, can, can can a guest director every episode do the third act? Because I don't believe that John Favreau knows how to do third act. <laughs> I don't think he ever has done a third act of anything. Oh yeah, in an actual movie. I was thinking a third film. Um, no, no. Like look at look at um, Iron Man one and two and two and, and uh, um, or two. They kind of. Uh, what else is directed? Chef. <laughs> I like Chef. Did the third act of Chef deal with um, just like? Unnecessary fighting of robots. Was he married to Sophia Vergara in that movie? Yes, uh, it was his ex-wife. Yeah. Uh, because he had to have casual sex with Scarlett Johansson's character at the start of the movie, and then be in love with a third character by the end. I think. I really need to look that movie up and see what happened. Or okay. he just he just had casual sex with Scarlett Johansson, but. Really, his true love He's was his wife, doesn't he? Yeah, his true love yeah, was the it was John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Did you watch John Leguizamo's John's um bloody his 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 like American history for brown people thing? Uh. Oh, Latin history for morons. That's the one. No. Is it on? I was making it racist. I was vaguely trying to remember what the actual name was. <laughs> um, uh, it's, well, you did pretty it, well. It's more of a one-man show than it is a comedy show. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether he's... Do people consider him a comedian? Is he a comedian? I don't think he's a stand-up comic, but he's a... That's a very good he's point. He's a comedic actor. Didn't yeah. he start as a... It was the other one the other day, Bill Murray. Yeah. He's a comedic actor. Yeah, he's, he's not a stand-up. Is that he's all he ever did? I believe so. He was never um, a stand-up. Um, American actor, comedian, and writer. Did he start off as just like an improv guy? SNL. Yeah, Second City. Okay, so he's part of an improv group with John Belushi. Oh, wait, who are you talking about? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. No, no, John Leguizamo got to start with yeah, John no, Belushi. I'm, I'm... Could happen. I could do it. William um... Plain. Murray McKay. Oh, no, Leguizamo was a stand-up comic. Yeah, I thought he was. Mm. I, I'm glad that was right. Cause but by the look of it, it was only ever really, really early on that he was a comedic, like a stand-up in the early 80s, and then he kind of 
started getting TV roles almost immediately. Right. Um, or at least consistently. He must have been doing stand-up all throughout those years because I'm looking at all of his credits from the 80s and they're all very small roles. He played a terrorist in Die Hard 2. Uh, and it looks like his first big film was Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> One of those films that's since gotten like weird cult status. Yeah, it was the Do start we, of his career, and then he went on Carlitos Way, Romeo and Juliet. Considering we only did one one movie commentary ever, which was just us watching um, that, neon, that horrible Neon Demon, or was it? Nah, nah, nah <clears> the, 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 the fucking Serbian film oh, on Twitch that time. Oh, um, oh, yeah, we should do more of that. Yeah, yeah we should. The, the only thing about um, uh, movie commentaries is it would really work better if we're actually in the same place. Yeah, ideally. Um... So, but the, those those you kind of treat like ancillary content that you sell somewhere. But I don't think we would bother with that. So, then I maybe we just if we did them, we just dump them out on the feed and, and go I guess there. if we both just. Synced the movies up on our computers and watched it at the same time. It would work. Yeah, we could probably pull it off somehow, saving it on Plex or something. Yeah. Um, does Netflix still have the like the watch with your friends thing? Didn't they have a thing like that for a while? No, that was Xbox Live. There was a feature that came in with the I think the Xbox One when it first released. Uh, we could just do that stuff um okay I mean, you, you could be right but i'm pretty sure you're talking about netflix yeah we yeah just start making a yeah, list of different netflix. films that we need to watch then that we never bothered to watch yeah. and just smash them well, up, it's, do it once pretty much i think comes down to like go to um well why don't we do a um to... we'll do our weekly episode again we'll get back into that rhythm properly uh as well as yep. Um, an ancillary part of the website we can start building up, which is like wide shot at the movies or something where we watch a, either it's a classic or it's a newish film, but probably just a classic. Uh, and it can be maybe yeah. live streamed instead of just um, us. Yeah, should so we go with movies we actually like or should we go like cult funny movies? I think we should go with cult movies like, that we've never bothered okay. to see. Um, so I want to show you, have you seen the original Shark? No, I haven't. Forget what you know about the intentional just trying to be memes of the rest of the series. Mm -hmm. The original Sharknado is just a depressing movie where people who used to be like famous bargain bin TV actors Mm. are now in a movie that's mostly made out of um, cuts to stock footage. Yeah, that's... That's the beauty of the first one, I have to imagine, is that it is yeah, actually... The first um, one is not what the others are. The first one is a movie that is terrible. Yeah, they never made the first one thinking, aggressively oh, badly put together and funny as a result of it. Yeah, they would have never made the first one thinking at the time, oh man, this is going to like, this is just going to break the internet with how cool and dumb it is. Yeah. People it, just it, picked it up and, yeah. It, it's... Like, like, I remember cracking up for we. I watched it um, drunk with 
my sister a partner and <clears throat> I think another girl. We're all drinking and um we would we had to pause the movie and rewind it multiple times just to um like come to grips with what we were seeing and make sure we actually saw it correctly. Yeah, yeah. Like um one point they're just driving along through a rainstorm and just um it's like a chunk of rubble just lands on their car off camera and then just gets flicked off by the windscreen wiper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was clearly a hunk of foam spray painted uh, gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the, they'd like crashed into something earlier, but then after they'd moved on, then this different bit of rubble just came from nowhere and just dropped into view. Oh, okay, there is a watch net Netflix. Nice. Yeah, it's just a Chrome extension, um, so we just. Oh, okay. Well, that works because um, Sharknado 1 is on Chrome. Oh, uh, on on Netflix. Yeah. Well, what are the we? Whole series. Is... Why don't we try to commit to that for at least like maybe six episodes? We'll do an episode of the podcast each week. Yeah. Uh, and then either on the same night or, or a different night at some point, we'll do the the movie stream, and then we can start yep. having a new section for the website where we where we review movies. We'll just um, we can even blog post them a little bit as well so we there's obviously the stream of us watching that shit we put it on youtube or whatever um yep and then we can actually type up a legitimate review and see if it just starts getting aggregated by other review sites <laughs> yeah like we can genuinely just put a review out there of what we thought about it and take yep. the piss out of it slightly but also write something meaningful so we've got a little bit of journalistic content out there that's um written copy yeah purely like for the sake of um just adding it yeah, to just, our just... yeah just different streams of content. Mm. I like it. Good. All right. Well, that I think that wraps us up today. Yeah. You were clocking in just over an hour now, so that's uh, perfect. 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 And yeah, the audio quality from what I was listening to before is tight. So we've got it down. This is us from now on. Cool. Um, and yeah, towards the end with the the. I don't know about what I sounded like on your end, but certainly on my end, your audio content would start to like get a bit janky once you spoke too yeah. long in one. But so, so did yours. So I'll just listen back to it. I imagine it was just. I'm, I'm hoping it was just us, but there's a chance it was picked up like that as well. But we'll. Oh, I assume it was picked up like that, but um, ours should be picked up. However, it sounded for you. But I think the point is. Um, if we can, we aim to record during off-peak times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Alrighty. Um, this has been wired shut. Well, it's not YouTube, so don't like or favor. <laughs> um, um, if you're not subscribed to us, please subscribe. You can find us at Wired Shut Pod on. Is that right? Yeah, wide shot po- on, uh, on on Twitter on on, on Twitter. Um, we... We're on iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere yes. you get good podcasts. Uh, um, we should really create a YouTube channel and work out how to put the podcast on there. Yep, we can do that. And um, um, this 2019, um, so you'd be hearing a lot more of us, hopefully. Yeah, we we will get back to actively, repeatedly producing content, which is something we've gotten pretty bad at since we both moved. Um, but we are committed to the show and we will 
I think as well I'd like us to attempt to get back to a regular rhythm of um, splitting it into good segments. Yeah, agreed. And I'm going to try to tinker with that with this first episode. And um, uh, there were some good breakpoints in there, so I'm just going to play around with it and Sweet. go from there. But yeah, there's been Wide Shut. I've been your host, Jesse. He's been your host, Logan. He's been your host, Jesse. I've been your host, Logan. And we will see you next week. All right. Peace.